So I just got an email from uh, Scotty about being professional, professionalism. And it wasn't just me, they got the email, it's all the managers. It's one of those things that I'm sure he has to do because he got an email about being professionalism, being professional from his higher up because the higher up Pickles was CC'd on it. And it was basically saying that, you know, it's a very stressful time for everyone, which it is if you worked in a restaurant, which I don't, I'm a banker. So it's never stressful for me, but uh, I have uh, imagination that runs pretty wild and I have to express it here. So if I was working at a restaurant, this is probably what the email would sound like. You know, you have to be professional. You should always coach the staff, you know, separately, like in a secluded area, one-on-one. Don't ever coach staff in front of other people. And uh, it's true. I agree with that. I agree with that. You shouldn't raise our voices. I agree with that. At staff, obviously. I mean, if you're yelling at the fry guy that you need table 34 because he didn't hear you after six times, even though you told him a thousand times to enunciate because I can't hear him when he says he doesn't have the fries ready and I send the food and there's no fries and now I'm pissed. It's one of those things that you have to you have to raise your voice in the kitchen. But how and to whom and upon which conditions you raise your voice is the tricky area here. You can't tell somebody that they're a fucking idiot out loud in front of other people. Well, I mean, you can, but then you probably get some uh, some heat for it. <laughs> no pun intended with the kitchen. Anyway, but so, and I agree with the email, and um, I raise my voice in the kitchen sometimes at line cooks because they don't listen, and, you know, I hate repeating myself more than anything else. I hate repetition. I hate mundane tasks, and I hate just constantly doing something, especially if you're doing something with no, with no avail. Like, so... You're doing something and you put some effort into it and absolutely nothing is to come from you. You have nothing to show for it. No solutions. Or in fact, even more. Like if you try to do something and it makes shit worse, which happens to me a lot too. Like a lot of my shit backfires and it's worse off than it started, but that's up to me to fix. So then I fix it and I try to do it again. But the beauty in it is that half of the shit that backfires only backfired because I did like something stupid wrong in the beginning. And if I had just fixed that, it would have, you know, worked the way I wanted it to work and better. That's why I said, like, before, like, you know, try to do something that you're doing twice. Because oftentimes, it is that little bit in the beginning that you miss. So I wanted to reply to the email, to, because everyone was on it, you know, I wanted to blast and I wanted to reply to the email. Yes, because at the end it said, do you have any questions? I wanted to reply with saying, yes, how do you butterfly a bone and filet? Yeah, or, or a butterfly a ribeye. How do we make Philly cheesesteak egg rolls lactose intolerant? Can you please tell me that? Can you please tell me how we make a creme brulee to go with no aluminum or, or containers in the restaurant? Mm. What about a Bernays with no egg? Because all of those things that I had just listed, literally, literally, I shit you not, I have photographic evidence to prove it, but I'm not gonna if I did, you know, because I don't. Bum. To those are things who have been asked of the management by the staff with legitimacy, like like a legitimate person walked up to a staff, his his, his subordinate or his, the, the manager at a restaurant that serves steaks all the time that he's been working for for I don't know more than three seconds, and he asked him if he can have a Bernays with no egg. Now. To most of you that are listening that are not part of the restaurant industry, that might seem like a legitimate question. And I do understand that, and it is. But a Bernays sauce is der- a derivative of one of the mother sauces of Escoffier called Hollandaise. A Hollandaise sauce is made with egg yolks and clarified butter. You have to use clarified butter because if you use whole butter, 
it'll uh, fuck it up. It'll break it or it'll make it too thick. So you clarify the butter by removing the solids from the butter and only using the butter fat. Now, someone that is lactose intolerant, right? I'm not sure if they're lactose intolerant if it's the protein or the carbohydrate that they are um, intolerant to. I think it's the fat, obviously. I think if you have a dairy allergy, it's the protein that you're allergic to. But if you have lactose intolerance, it's for the, the milk fat. Either way, that doesn't matter because a Bernays sauce is three ingredients or four. It is clarified butter, which is dairy, egg, which is dairy, but not dairy dairy, right? It's in the same aisle, but it doesn't mean that it comes from the same animal, right? Eggs come from a buck buck and milk comes from a moo moo, okay? So it's 50% butter and it's a steak sauce that is served with pretty much in, in pretty much every single steakhouse known to man. I don't know why, by the way, I don't like Bernays sauce with steak. I don't even like the, I don't know, I don't just like tarragon with steak. It's just too, too grassy. You know, Bernays sauce is basically hollandaise sauce with shallots, vinegar, a little bit extra vinegar, and then tarragon. And a hollandaise sauce is delicious with eggs, eggs benedict. Amazing. And you can make a lobster hollandaise by taking the lobster shells, the raw lobster shells, and cooking them slowly in clarified butter, and it makes the butter like, like red. And then when you make the hollandaise sauce with that red lobster butter and you put it on lobster benedict, it's fucking the best shit you've ever had in your life. And that's probably a lot for most of you, but if you're working, if you're with me on the culinary level, try it. It's fucking dope. Gotta be raw lobster shells though. And then you blend it in the RoboCoop. Strain it, obviously. Right? So, butterflying a ribeye is possible. That's the other thing is all those things that I mentioned, as ridiculous as they sound, can be done. I can make you a creme brulee to go. I've had to figure that out because of the stupidity of the servers that are asking me for one with no aluminum containers in the restaurant. I've had to do that. How do you make a creme brulee to go without bruleeing the fucking container it's in? Brulee is burnt. Creme is cream. Creme brulee means burnt cream. You have to torch the top of the fucking ramekin that has sugar in the raw on it. Don't use regular granulated sugar, you idiots. Use sugar in the raw. It's better. Makes a better crust and it doesn't caramelize as quickly. Now the French make their creme brulee to the point where the cream is bitter. Like it's bitter, it's not even sweet anymore. I mean, not the cream, the sugar. Because it's supposed to be burnt cream, right? But Americans have like, just kind of like dumbed it down by making it just sweet because everything is sweet. So how do you make a creme brulee to go in a plastic container? With a blowtorch? Because you're gonna torch the container. Obviously, with a paper container, you're gonna set the restaurant on fire. So what do you do? Well, you take sugar and you caramelize it and you melt it. And then you slowly cascade it over creme brulee that has been already pre-made in the container. And then it forms a nice crust inside of the container without burning anything. Yes. Yes, yes, you can. Yes, you can do a creme brulee to go. Yes, I can butterfly a bone and fillet with a sawzall or a bandsaw and a really sharp knife. I can definitely butterfly a ribeye with every, just, just a knife. But that's not the point. Because where do you draw the line? If I said okay to all those things, to the next day, I would have a guest coming up, I mean, a server coming up to me asking me for a live chicken. Well, the, the person doesn't want his chicken medium rare. He wants his chicken alive. We need a live chicken. Can we get one? And you know what? If I got him one, the next day he'd come and ask me for a fucking unicorn or a dragon. Because it just doesn't end. So the point is, is you have to draw the line somewhere where you say, you're an idiot and this is not the way we do things here. But you can't say that to people. Even in private, you can't say you're an idiot because then he could call HR and then HR is going to have me on the phone asking me why I'm calling idiots idiots. I'll be like, well, what do you want me to call them? Mentally challenged? 
Why are we hiring these people? Where's the test in the beginning of the day that says, I want to work at a steakhouse? Yeah. What are the three ingredients of Bernays sauce? I don't know all the, th- just give me any three ingredients of Bernays sauce. And if they can't do that, then you should tell them that you should go back and fucking Google some shit. How do you even come up to a chef and ask him, what's, like, what, how can you, I can't, my mind does not work anymore because you know why? It doesn't need to. I have a smartphone in my pocket that knows everything. And if it doesn't know everything, it knows everything we know about everything. So if I can, if I want to know if coffee's bad for your vision, I can look it up, Google, coffee is bad for my vision. And Google will say, yeah. And then four hours later, I'm going to be like, is coffee good for my vision? And I'll Google it and it'll say, yeah. So I do have the answer and there's an explanation as to why it's bad for your vision and good for your vision. Yeah, it's true. Look it up. But no, nobody understands that in their pocket of their fucking jackets or their pants is literally the key and the answers to any fucking question you could ever have. How old was Hitler was when he died? Did Hitler die? Where did Hitler go after he, they, he, people thought he died, but he really escaped? Wow, prove this. There's proof. The skull that they found wasn't even a man's skull. It was a woman's skull. So how are you going to tell me you know Hitler died? We don't. You don't, unless you're fucking him, or you're fucking him, or you're his, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's no secrets anymore, because we have smartphones in our pockets that you guys use all the time to look at porn, to text other people. Just fucking Google it before you come up to a chef. What is wrong with you? Because at the time the time that you come up to him, the chef could already be having a bad day. Probably is because he's at work during season. And he's probably doing a thousand things at the same time. And your question of is there butter in the butter is like so asinine that sort of headbutting you in the face. I don't know what else to do other than yell. Thank God I wasn't the guy that was asked that question. No, no. I got the, my guest is lactose intolerant. Can she have the egg rolls? So automatically you think, well, Dimitri, you just said that eggs aren't dairy, right? Yeah, but our egg rolls are called the Philly cheesesteak fucking egg rolls. Yeah. Yeah. That should kind of give you a clue as to where I work or where I pretend I work. I wish I worked there. That'd be dope. They fired me twice. (sighs) Anyway, so although this is none of this is real and none of this is just, you know, this is just me talking to the voices in my head. If there were a thing, I would probably respond to an email with those answers and get fired because that's not what the email intended. And when I coach people, I definitely try to coach them in private. And if I do have to say something out loud in front of them because I can't leave the line because then we'll get too many comps and they'll wonder why the fuck I wasn't on the line with the comps. and people. I try to say it as nice as I can. But I also do not blame, nor do I disagree with the motherfuckers that lose it because one of these days... I'm going to lose it too. Becca's lost it. Scotty's the only one that I haven't seen lose it, but he hasn't really been there long enough to lose it. He's one of those guys that'll just smile and walk away from a burning building because all of his shit's in it. Because this guy just takes everything like, ah, cool. People people say that I take things lightly. I've I've never seen Scotty pissed off, really pissed off about anything. You know what I mean? Because maybe he's got other problems that are worse than the ones that he has at the restaurant. Everyone has problems, you know? Who cares? The way he handles himself is the way everyone should handle themselves, I think. But it's very difficult to do so, especially when you're trying to expedite a thousand covers and the broiler's looking at you like you're a moron because you missed the ticket that said butterfly well done ribeye. I didn't see the word butterfly into it. I thought it said Bernays. It just said B. Fuck it. I never think that anybody would put butterfly ribeye. How do you butterfly a ribeye? What do you want? You want, you want shaved steak? Get the egg rolls unless you're lactose intolerant. <laughs> Fucking shit. Thanks, God. Let season be over soon for all these people, men and women that are working it. I feel bad for them sometimes. 
you know, me, I'm chilling, walking in the woods right now in the rain, looking at moss because I'm going to make a moss bath mat. I'm going to make a bath mat that you get out of your shower and you step on the bath mat, but it's going to be made out of natural moss. Yeah. So you could water the bath mat with your water from yourself and the moss will stay nice and vibrant and green. You could ground yourself because you're stepping on something that comes from Mother Earth and it just fucking looks cool. Okay. Don't be a dick. Google it. 